A very pleasant good evening to you. Depending on where you are in the world, this is Dr. Floyd Antonio. And we are coming to you on behalf of the Citadel tonight. And just want to let you know that uh, my wife Rosalie, she's going to be at the control this evening. So I want to thank you so much for joining us. And tonight is communication night, really communication night. And so, if you believe in two-way dialogue, if you believe in talking to the Lord and listening to Him, this is the place to be. I would also ask you to send off a text to a friend or any kind of invitation you can and bring them to the Citadel Inc. Because we're going to be worshipping the Lord tonight. And uh, I promised you some weeks ago that I was going to be giving you some tips that would help us uh, with regards to getting physical. You'll hear more about that tonight. And then we will pray. I am going to encourage you. I'm going to ask you to turn to Matthew chapter 6. Yes, it's Matthew chapter 6. And somewhere there, verses uh, 16 and 17, Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 to 18. And um, when I ask my dear friends, wherever you are, to write it down or mark it, I'm going to read it for you. Because I promised some weeks ago that I was going to share with you some get physical benefits. You'll see where I'm going. Verse 16 of Mark chapter 6. When you fast, not if you fast, but when you fast, do not look, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. For they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth. They have received their reward in full. I'm reading from the NIV. And verse 17 says, But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will, will reward you. And the King James Version says, will reward you openly when you fast. Why do I say that? Because some of you have been praying for a long, long time down on your knees, yes, and it seems like nothing is happening. Those demons seem to be running the show. And we can't afford that. I want to suggest to you that the reason that that is happening is because we need to add the second portion of fasting. Of prayer because you see prayer is good but when you add fasting to it as I said some weeks ago then you get the full power of your prayer 
But I'm going to get physical this evening because we were spiritual last time. And I hope that will motivate you from the other side to do some fasting. Amen? Let me see you wave your hand. Yes, by faith I see you waving your hand. So we're going to get physical. And when I say physical, yes, I'm not going to do any push-ups for you or any jumping jacks or anything. But I'm going to talk to you about fasting from a physical perspective. And I'm going to share some ideas with you that I'm sure will liberate you because Yeshua, Amashiah, Jesus who is the Christ, he basically just took it for granted that it was understood that people are going to fast. So he says, when you fast. But if you can understand that you're, you're getting double benefits when you fast, this will be added motivation. So stay with me, we're gonna talk a few minutes and then we're gonna pray, amen? Amen. Now I've been doing some reading and I've, I know all these scripture verses that encourage fasting. But most of what I'm going to be sharing with you tonight or today depending on where you are is based on scientific. I've read people and names such as uh, Dr. Haas, uh, Dr. Chetau. I've read things from them. I've also read stuff uh, from other writers and I'll be sharing mo most of what I'm sharing with you are literal, physical, temporal things. People have studied the, the benefits of fasting. I've read books such as uh, Paul Bragg. Paul Bragg, he has a book called The Miracle of Fasting and that's one of my favorite um, books to read. So listen carefully as I share with you some physical benefits of fasting. You see, who does fasting work for? Fasting is a safe, preventive method of enhancing your physical well-being. There is short-term fast which can go for like 48 hours or less. And this is usually unsupervised. You don't have to get any supervision from that. There are other fasts. For longer fasts, used to treat medical conditions, the doctors suggested. It's recommended that when you're doing that kind of fast, you do it after the evaluation of your doctor or qualified professional. And they have different kinds of fasting that they will provide. Fasting, literally, physically speaking, Fasting has been successful in treating cold, diabetes, flu, fever, bronchitis, fatigue, headaches, back pain, constipation, constipation, mental illness, food and environmental allergies, cancer, asthma, and obesity, just to name a few. Insomnia can also be treated, it has been proven. So fasting, Fasting is an exceptional, ancient, and powerful approach to healing many conditions and disease uh, situations. Now, in our modern world, and I dare say in these United States of America, you hardly hear, hear anything about fasting, but yes, it has been proven for generations. 
to cure diseases, some of which I just mentioned to you. And these could include bacteria, viruses, fibroid, tumors, waste product in the blood and any buildup around the joints that are stored there. But I want to just focus for a few minutes before we pray tonight on some of the things that might happen to a body when it is in fasting. You see, there are many dramatic changes that take place in the body during the fasting, especially for the first three days. These changes occur as the body switches from one fuel source to another. Normally, the primary source of energy that the body receives is glucose. Some people say, you know, it's a special type of sugar. And most of this is extracted or converted from the food we eat. So that's where you get that. Now, throughout the day, the liver stores this excess sugar in a special form which is called and my health people will tell me this it's called glycogen and it can call on for the energy that is needed so that's why we eat there is enough of this sugar source for 8 to 12 hours when you just start to fast it is completely exhausted, however, within the first 24 hours, this glycogen. And so, once this is exhausted, or before, yes, the, then the body switches over to a, a, a state, and the health people call that ketosis, or fat fuel. The body begins to burn this type of uh, glycogen reserves when you get to that stage of fasting. Now, now, once the liver's store of glycogen is gone, once that is finished, the, the body begins to shift gear over to what is called this ketosis or ketone production. And usually, this shift period uh, generally begins on the second day of your, part, your fasting, and by day three, it is finished. Now, in the meantime, in the interim, there is no glucose available and energy from the fat conversion is not enough for the body to get the amount of fuel that, is, that it needs. So it taps into the glucose from two reservoirs, from two sources to get this extra. The first one is, is it, it converts the the glycerol or the available in the body's fat storage to glucose but this is still insufficient so it also goes to another source so first it converts glycerol available in the body's fat stores to glucose so it can use the sugar energy or so it can make the rest that it needs from and here's another word that I learned catabolizing or breaking down the amino acid in the muscle tissues using them in the liver to make more glucose for that energy.
Now I could go into a lot more medical scientific terms, but I'm just telling you that the body shifts gears. And so the further you go into fasting is the more physical benefits you get. I'm get I told you I was getting physical today. Now, <laughs> when you get into this stage of fasting, what will happen is that disease conditions will begin to be affected because let me cut it, make it very simple. When the body uses up all of the energy reserves that you get from the food and from that which is stored in your muscle and in your, it still needs energy. Guess what it begins to do? It begins to burn up or use up anything in the body that is not supposed to be there. So that is why fasting is so beneficial in so many areas. Blood pressure tends to remain low in all of those fasting stages. And so it does that to fight, to fight diseases. So fasting is exceptionally beneficial in chronic cardiovascular diseases and congestive heart failure, reducing triglycerides, those fatty things. So it can heal your physical heart. Fasting has also been found, and these are medical tests and experiments that have been done. It has been found to heal type 2 diabetes or even reversing it totally permanently. Now, because of its long-term effects on the physical metabolism, fat stored in the body and all that kind of thing and disease conditions associated with obesity, being fat, fasting has been found to be one of the most effective treatments for obesity. I told you I was going to get physical. So if you're, if you are overly carrying a, a, a whole load of fat, heavy fat, so that you can't even walk. Have you ever seen some people and they can't barely move? If they bend down, they can't get up because they are carrying so much weight in fat. Physically speaking, fast. Fast. Because it has been known to treat obesity very effectively. And just to throw in also, a number of studies have found that fasting is beneficial for epilepsy. It reducing the length, number, and severity of the seizures. Fasting is especially effective for helping to ease, alleviate, or even cure childhood epilepsy. Just, just fasting. And I could go on and on. Fasting can heal pancreatitis. Fasting was found better than any other medical intervention in pancreatitis. Fasting. And I could go on, I could give you many more studies, but I just want to encourage you to fast. Now, autoimmune diseases such as lupus, 
uh, that disease which affects the blood, you medical people know about it, and consequently affects your skin, your joints, the internal organ, and, and all of that. Fasting has shown to cause those, this particular disease, to respond very positively to it. And we could talk about various other toxic contaminations. So fasting, I could go on and on, but the long and short of it is that fasting can alleviate, it can heal, it can cure, many times permanently, a number of diseases, a number of maladies. Now, I have to tell you this before I close out this segment. If you are in a state of starvation, do not fast. If you're anorexic or bulimic, don't fast. If you're pregnant or you're a diabetic woman, you're a nursing mother, you're advised not to fast. If you have severe anemia, if you are fearful about fasting, don't fast. It's not going to work for you. Don't fast. Those are examples. Or if you have any other condition that might concern you, it's advisable that you do not fast. You know, if you have any of those rare genetic diseases, any deficiency, that would cause your body not to shift into this gear called ketosis so that the benefits can, you can get the benefits in your body, then you advise not to fast. It's not good for you. Uh, of course, there are many other fasts, some of which I mentioned, or if you've got many other people who will fast, for example, those with serious conditions, you know, or even if you're pregnant or if you're a child, those conditions, if you have any concern, then you need to go on what is known as a medical fast. So, there are lots of turmoil going on in the world and many people are not working right now. And uh, this is good advice from some of, some of you who are talking to me even as we are medita uh, meditating. This is a fantastic time to fast. So many people, because of this COVID situation, you're not working, you're, you don't have to go. This is a fantastic time to fast. So, you can get physical benefits. Now, I could just study these things somewhere, read them to you, and pretend that I know something about fasting. But I'm not alone in what I'm telling you right now. I'm going to share one or two things, personal experiences that I've had with fasting, physical experience now. The spiritual, I'll just get carried away and stuff. Like I promise to stay physical this evening, amen? But I remember the first time that my good friend, who is now in glory with the Heavenly Father, I had just become a part of that ministry in the Bahamas with the late Dr. Miles Monroe and he initiated in the church uh, 
an extended fast and he said look we're gonna go on a 21 day fast I thought to myself you have to be crazy you could never receive this you mean I am going to be going without food for 21 days but I came up with a better plan I decided that I should at least be obedient to my pastors so I made a deal with the Lord I said Lord I have never done anything like this so I am going to go on this fast for as long as I can I am not going to be fasting for 21 days I said not me so I started day one. Oh, of course they gave us advice and I give this to you if you're going to fast drink lots of water room temperature water stay away from icy cold drinks get selected juices I suggest 100% cranberry or 100% apple juice or 100% grape juice not grapefruit juice but grape juice drink herbal tea lots of it forget coffee anything with caffeine you keep those and let those be your drink with water as liberal as you possibly can so they gave us this advice and I started day one man at the end of the day I've been accustomed to eating my food, you know. Never mind my size. In the evening, I felt my stomach started growling. But I'd been following the rule. Everywhere I would have a meal, I would have a hot drink and feast on the word of God and in prayer. Day two, I tried that and it was really, really tough. In the night, I thought, man, <laughs> I, am I going to sleep but I prayed and I worshiped and I thought okay let me try the Holy Spirit made me fall asleep and then I got to day three I thought wow I passed day one I passed day two I got to day three when I got to day three that was the biggest of my life especially the earliest part of day three but with my worship something different began to take over my being and I managed to make it to day four when I got to day four a special level of energy started creeping up on me and I started feeling good and let me not spend the whole time because I don't want you to think I'm just talking about myself but each day after that the fasting was easy 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 I started needing less sleep so I could spend more time in reading the word and in prayer I began to have my spiritual senses sharpened but I did say getting physical so I'm gonna stay there and I went on 
past the six, past the seven, past the eight, past the nine. What? And this level of energy is there. I'm making sure that I drink. Nothing cold. By day 10, I was in the kitchen preparing food and I've done that several times afterward and I never felt hungry. It went on. And let me just throw this in. I hear somebody saying, what? I understand. I've been there. But I remember that when Jesus fasted, he fasted for 40 days and the Bible said that he was hungry, not thirsty. Moses did it for 40 days as a matter of fact. He did it twice because of the idol worship. 40 days. So, I am drinking not everything. And as a matter of fact, the further I go into my fasting, is the less, I didn't use any sugar by the way in my tea. A little bit of honey and then I could do without it. But I went on. Past 12, past 13. Not on a diet now, but on a fast. And the Holy Spirit helped me. When I got to day 21, I never forget what my pastor said. He said, we're gonna break the fast. It's day 21. But if you feel like going on, please continue. You can go to 40. I thought, man, look at me. Actually, I've been the same size from age 17. And I thought, man, <laughs> should I break this thing or not? But the entire congregation was breaking the fast. So I reluctantly followed the procedure. And I didn't feel good. I did not feel good about breaking the fast, but I did. Okay. So, what happened to you after that, Floyd? I've spoken enough. But there are certain things that used to come upon my skin. Bumps I couldn't explain. My face. People looked at me and said, what happened to your face? It's lightened. Your skin is beautiful. What's happening? Look at your eyes. There's a different kind of color in your eyes. Your eyes are white again. Ladies, do you want beautiful skin? Fast. There are certain physical problems that I personally had. I couldn't explain. They just disappeared. And I'm talking physical. Can I confide in your little bit audience? I was an addict. Oops. No, no, no. Not a drug addict. Come on. No. But I was addicted to a special little box. The TV. I would watch that morning till night. Just go. I found that after the fast, I couldn't sit before the TV just going on and without asking myself the question. And to this day I did. What do you get? So the TV was controlling me. Now I could control my TV. I still do it today. I determine when I watch, what I watch, 
I ask myself the question, is it going to be beneficial to me? Physically. What else did I get physically from that? I used to, when I stoop, I would hear my knees making that cracking sound. After the fast, that stopped. A number of things changed. I don't, I am not talking about the spiritual benefit. I leave that for another time. But my thoughts became clearer. I could sit down and I'm talking to you and I could hear what you're saying and what you're not saying. My senses were heightened. Physically, what has happened to me? My taste buds became like a child. When I took a tomato, you call it tomato, depending on where you are. Before the fasting, it tasted. I had to force myself. When I, to this day, I will take the tomato and eat it and I taste the sugar. The natural sugar that the Lord would give you. Now, if you bite a tomato and it doesn't taste sweet to you, go and fast. Fruit. Now, let's take vegetables that I couldn't taste any salt in. I would taste them. My entire taste system changes. To this day, anything natural that I eat, any vegetable, I taste the sugar. So I don't need the artificial sugar that we put in so many drinks and I could go on and on. Your life, your physical life would change. You could walk faster, your heart feels better. And of course, once you get back into the groove, you develop the habit of eating healthily. You're automatically forced to do that. Can I tell you a secret? When I try to eat a certain type of meat, it just didn't feel good. I ended up stop eating meat. To this day, I don't eat it. Maybe if I were in a natural environment where everything organic, I probably would try some beef or some chicken. But to this day, anything that goes into this temple and it's not supposed to be there, my body reacts immediately. Praise the Lord for such a place as the bathroom. So I say to you, fasting, get physical because you get it twice. When you fast, you get blessed on two fronts. You get a physical blessing. Oh, you will live longer. Your body will have less toxins. Your body systems will function better. I see my wife who is at the control looking at me. Or else I would continue preaching and do you some push-ups. But that would be going away from the subject. So, even this COVID problem that is having, that you're having, it, it's a, if your body, if your immune system is in peak shape, I am telling you that you can catch the COVID virus, it can affect you, but your body system will do what it's supposed to do naturally and will fight it off. The same thing it will do with cold and flu, as I said earlier on, it will fight it 
off. So, fasting, it's good. Try it. And when you're going to do it, call a friend. Call into the Citadel. If you have any questions, write to us, ask us. Oh, just to be on the safe side, if you ever go on an extended fast, when you're going to break it, please, please, do not jump into eating the heavy food stuff. As a matter of fact, break it with a vegetable broth. And ease yourself slowly into eating good food after that. Because if you go eat the rice and the peas and you're going to have a shocking experience because you're going to shock your system from that healthy state into a state that you will not want. So that's in a nutshell. You break it gently. Your stomach also shrinks during a fasting. So you have to be careful that you don't pack it up. Say, so, okay, I haven't eaten for five days, for three days, so I need to get back that. Gently get your system back to life. Amen? Amen. So, if you have questions about these things, these matters that I've raised, write to us at thecitadel4real at gmail.com Place your comments online on our website at www.thecitadelhq.com You will get linked to the, the different places. Uh, there we are also posting uh, a telephone number and you can call if you don't get anybody but they leave a message and we'll get back to you. Amen. So now you know. If you are, if you've been praying and you're not getting the answer that you want, let's go on a fast. Let's go on a fast. So, when the time comes and we call a corporate fast, estimated, oh, I'm not going there, we'll encourage you to join us. And when we go on that corporate fast, we will have somebody who is moderating the program and you can communicate with them directly and I will also talk with you afterwards online or call you over the phone and we will talk but things have happened things will happen when you fast there are certain types of diseases and troubles that cannot be solved unless you fast I didn't say that by myself do you remember when the, the disciples went out and they prayed and tried to cast out demons and they prayed and they prayed and nothing happened and they went back to Jesus who is the Christ. This is what he said to them. Relax. <laughs> Don't bother yourself. I'm paraphrasing. These types of situation cannot be fixed. These demons such as these you are encountering or you have encountered cannot be cast out except through prayer and fasting. But remember, men ought always to pray and not to faint. 
So don't say, I'm going to stop praying because I'm not fasting. Pray. But remember, there are some things that will not happen except through prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. I want to pray with us. I want to encourage you to pray with me. Before we go. <laughs> and when we pray, whatever you ask the Lord for, as soon as this prayer is over, write it down. Write the date. Place it in your Bible. And just leave it there. As soon as you pray, because I know you're going to pray as this prayer leaves. And if you're there and you do not know the Jesus who is the Christ, you could ask him into your heart right now. Say, Lord, forgive me. Come into my heart, into my life, into my mind, into my spirit, into my entire being and show me how to live for you. Make me your child. Totally. Save me in the name of Jesus who is the Christ. And after you pray that prayer, continue to grow. But we're going to pray. Write it down, whatever the Spirit leads you. To pray for I'm going to encourage you right now where you are to pray a prayer of cleansing Lord I come before you we come before you and we ask you I ask you to search and search us know our hearts our minds our thoughts our spirits and if there's anything wrong in me, in us, cleanse me, forgive me, make my heart pure so I can pray to you right now. Purge me, cleanse me. Go ahead and pray that. Pray it in your own way as the Spirit leads you all over this broadcast. Yes. For if we harbor iniquity in our hearts, the Lord cannot hear and answer our prayer. Not because he doesn't want to, but he doesn't like sin and he doesn't like iniquity. So he ties hands, so to speak. So cleanse me, O Lord, from all my sins and make me worthy to pray. Ah, yes. And then I'm going to ask you to pray for your family right where you are. As the Spirit leads you, call your family's names, your brothers, your sisters, go ahead and call them. Your sons, your daughters, your uncles, your aunts, your nieces, your nephews. Go ahead and pray. Pray for their salvation, yes. Pray for their health. Pray for their healing. Yes. And if you are a black person, pray that you will understand the hearts of the white persons. If you are a white person, pray that you will understand the feeling of the black person. If you are somewhere in between, ask the Lord to open your understanding so that you will understand each other. Yes. 
pray for your black brother, your black sister, your white brother, your white sister. Pray for the different shades in between. Pray. Pray for health. Pray for strength. Pray for peace. And so, Father, we especially bring to mind tonight those who are on the streets. We pray particularly for the police. Police men and women of every shade and color. We pray for the police who are really feeling hurt because some in their midst have done actions which would paint them with the wrong picture. We pray for police men and women with hearts of gold who love people black, white and those shades in between who at all times seek to be polite even as they advance the law. We pray for policemen, we pray for police women, we pray for their families, we pray for them. We pray for those who are out on the streets right now, God, that if they are demonstrating, if they are seeking to make their voices heard, and there are some who will come seeking to cause mayhem and destruction, seeking to hurt and cause chaos, Lord, we ask that you would expose them and stop them in their track right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for peace on the streets, peace in our cities, peace that is purported, peace that is promoted from the White House, from the halls of Congress, peace, understanding. And tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ, we cancel violence, we cancel hatred, we cancel prejudice, we cancel partisan blindness, so that those who are on the left are so blind they can't see what's happening on the right. Those who are on the right are so blind that they can't see what is happening on the left. That makes for division and confusion. So Lord, I pray, oh God, that you would open the eyes of those who are on both sides of the fence. That they will stop looking on left and right. And see through the eyes of love. See through the eyes of truth. We pray for peace on the streets. And we pray for the families of those who have suffered greatly at the hands of injustice from whichever quarter it has come. I pray, oh God, that the United States in particular will begin to see that if there is war and disease and germ in one sector of the society, and those negative qualities or circumstances are allowed to prevail unchecked they will eventually permeate the society and cause harm to this great nation so we cancel those who are condoning violence right now we condone those who are promoting love peace justice righteousness 
feel me. And so we pray for them. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray for your neighbors right now. Yes, you go ahead and pray for your state, the state in which you live. Yes, Lord. And as we are in Florida, we pray particularly for the state of Florida tonight. The halls of leadership, oh God, that your insight and your foresight and your wisdom will reign in the halls of government. And that this state will be an example of peace, truth, love, fair play, justice, righteousness, prosperity. Pray that prayer for your state. Yes, pray for your city right now. Mm -hmm. Pray, pray, pray that the criminals, the thugs who seek to create mayhem will be exposed and stopped. But pray that they will see differently and promote righteousness all over this nation. Prayed by faith. And now, Lord, I pray for those who are listening and watching this broadcast. But they are physically sick right now, oh God. I pray for those who are mentally challenged right now, who are suffering, who have to be on various kinds of medication. Lord, I speak your word of healing to the mind for you have not given us a spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind I speak sound mind go ahead speak sound mind sound mind for your son sound mind for your daughter yes say I speak sound mind for my son call the name my daughter whoever you know whose mind is not functioning right for whatever reason even if it were by drugs I pray healing Yes, yes, yes. All mental diseases right now. Mental deficiency. I curse dementia right now in the name of Jesus. For they say that you're old and it's consistent with your age. I speak against this. I speak a reversal in the name of Jesus. To those malfunctioning brain cells. That God, those who dare to believe that you can do it, will begin to experience you right now those who are not able to discern even right now that you will cause the neurons and all those other cells to begin to function to function again so we pray for the brain cells and Lord I pray for that that gentleman whose arm is hurting painful I pray for you tonight sir in the name of Jesus Christ go ahead and ask Jesus to eat to heal your arm. Touch yourself, Jesus. Prove yourself to me tonight, please. I'm asking you to stop this pain in my arm. And yes, sister. Yes, my sister. That pain that is sticking you in your back, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. That the nerves and the bones, the sinew in the lumbar region from the neck right down to the last bone in the smallest toe. I speak a realignment of the skeletal system and a cessation of the pain. I cancel osteoporosis tonight in the name of Jesus. So I pray for the skeletal system. 
Tonight I, I speak healing for the muscular system. Yes, in your body, sir. Muscle spasms, I curse you. Muscle systems, realign yourself as God intended you to the muscular system. Yes. And tonight, I speak to this system, the entire organ system, from the shoulder down to the waist. I speak to hearts, lungs, liver, kidney, spleen, blood, testicular, cancer, I curse you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intestinal disease, I curse you. Mm -hmm. Disease of the colon, I curse you. Cervical cancer, I curse you. Breast cancer, I curse you. Pancreatic cancer, in the name of Jesus. Leave. Leave the body of your believing people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. For at the name of Jesus, every name shall bow and every tongue confess that you are Lord Jesus to the glory of God the Father. Oh yes, I speak to the knee problem right now. You're trying to walk, but it's a pain. The cartilage seems to be gone. Yes, sir. The cartilage are in the pelvic area. You want to stand, you can't even stand. You want to sleep, you can't even sleep because of the pain. And they are telling you about hip replacement and knee replacement. And yes, you would love to do that, but you don't have enough money. Jesus, who is the Christ? In your name, I speak to that sickness in the waist, in the pelvic area, in the knee area. Oh God cause the tissues, the cartilage to come back together. Do it in your time. Do it according to the little bit of faith. For we stretch our hands to you, O God, and there is no other help we know. Heal us and we shall be healed. Save us and we shall be saved for you are the one whom we give our praises to we thank you for healing your people now lord god go ahead and thank him right where you are thank him for what he has done thank him for what he's doing thank him that there is none like unto him thank him that his faithfulness is from everlasting to everlasting don't wait until the pain stops before you stop. Start thanking the Lord. Thank Him by faith and believe. Oh yes. After this broadcast is over, some of you are still going to feel the pain. But as days go by, it's going to get less and less. But somebody's being healed right now immediately. Because of your faith. And because of the favor of God. Thank you. So give him thanks. Thank you. Give him praise. Because he's worthy. Go ahead. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for hearing your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for joining. And I just want to tell you that come Sunday morning, our time here, Eastern, we'll be worshiping at 11 a.m. Join us there. And in case you know people who are not able to join us by Facebook, we generally release, we generally release a WhatsApp version, a YouTube version of our services, so you can send it to them via phone. Please write to us. Thank you so much for joining, and thank you to those of us who understand that we are getting ready to move into another facility, and you support us by getting blessed through your financial support. We're not going to ask you for anything, but if the Lord lays it on your heart, visit us at www.thecitadelhq.com and you can give to the cause of the kingdom by giving to the citadel. Thank you so much. Blessings to you, especially my friends who are watching from the UK and from Jamaica and various parts of the United States of America. Thank you so much for my friends all the way over in the Bahamas. The Lord bless you. And one of these days, I'm just going to call some names to tell you how much I re really appreciate you. So on behalf of my wife, Rosie, and uh, my brother, who is in the studios with us tonight, OSL, thank you so much on behalf of the Citadel uh, for being a part of this worship session. God bless you. He's going to answer your prayer. As a matter of fact, it has been done. So you're going to be experiencing his blessing and his favor. Be on the lookout. God bless you.